29th installment that's taken place on our shores. And once again, we are showing the world that South Africa is not only capable of hosting an event of, of such magnitude, but it's also a reminder to the rest of our international investors, as well as our, our mining counterparts, to say that South Africa, given that really South Africa is one of the, the countries, is one of the few countries in the world whose economy is essentially built on mining. So we've got a rich history of mining, and also it makes sense that if we're talking mining on the continent, South Africa would be the perfect place for the rest of the globe, as well as our regional counterparts, together to be able to, you know, to, to put their minds together to, and to figure out sustainable solutions, but also solutions that speak to transformation and inclusion. Um, you know, in, in, the, in the minister's address, he was very clear in outlining that the, the main, the primary drivers of developing the South African mining industry or where we want it, or, or its evolution is one of transformation and inclusion. Well, the issue of uh, energy and energy demand, that we can all talk about the opportunities that are there doing in terms of our energy demand and also all mm-hmm. what we are doing to make sure that if you're going to be part of this important industry, are you guaranteed as far as energy is concerned? The issue of energy is obviously one that's highly contentious for the country at this point. Uh, some of the you know, what started out as uh, weekly, you know, outages has now become daily. And the minister actually was very candid uh, with all those in attendance to say that the total cost uh, that load shedding has had on the economy is calculated at one billion rand a day. So you can imagine that that's 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 serious for for any nation and i believe there's there's a, there's a very um there's a very inaccurate you know perception that has been created about how the government in general has approached load shedding and obviously fixing the issues at the national power utility i do believe that the government is exploring each and every option and I believe one of the most important um, outcomes of this crisis, because they say, you know, you must you must never let a good a, a good crisis go. And for a country like South Africa that is is still very much evolving, load shedding uh, presents an interesting energy opportunity because it means that we then have a, a blank canvas of sorts to be able then to explore what would an energy mix look like on the continent. It would obviously be some of the first of its kind in the region. What would it look like? How would we manage an environment with uh, independent power producers uh, working alongside uh, a national power utility? How does that how does that bode in terms of then building public private partnerships, as well as how does it bridge some of the gaps that we that we currently find? you know, which within our energy um, infrastructure, as well as our energy environment as a whole. You know, for, for instance, um, I, 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 I love citing uh, the example of uh, Exaro Minerals, for instance. Uh, they are traditionally a coal business. And given that, you know, they, they find themselves in a precarious situation where um, the, you know, their primary business is, is no longer good for business, as it were, because of the energy or the environmental concerns um, that are obviously that have been posed that are posed rather by coal, and what they've done is that 
they have instead, instead of seeing this as an impediment towards their business, they've seen it as an opportunity to recreate themselves as a, as a renewable energy producer. Mm. Where now they've used some of their assets, their land assets that would traditionally be used for mining coal, but now they're turning that land into renewable energy farms or renewable energy assets to be able to firstly um, supplement their existing assets with with energy with power, but also they are they're not limiting themselves in terms of how big they can get where they would they would probably eventually be one of the mining houses that provide additional power to the energy grid. You know, so those are just some of the opportunities that, you know, we're excited about in South Africa and that in times of crisis, I think it's, it's, a, it's an opportunity for us to innovate, particularly in terms of as a country that faces high levels of unemployment. You know, we've got a manufacturing sector that is lagging behind the rest of the world, and, but we've got access to over 90% of the minerals and metals that are going to power the futures of the future. So you can imagine that we find ourselves in a very interesting uh, but complex situation. Mm. But depending on where you are in terms of uh, on the spectrum of the conversation or outlook, you can see it as a problem or an opportunity. And we as South African and particularly as Brand South Africa, believe that it's an opportunity. And I believe that's what uh, the minister was adamant on expressing. From South Africa point of view, I want to understand in terms of what do you see will be the outcome when you see a strong private sector push in terms of coming up with a solution as far as uh, uh, energy um, and power generation is concerned, to say you're not having a private sector that says that um, government, this is your own doing now, you know, please fix it. But there seems to be a big push between public and private sector to actually come together. Mm-hmm. Um, could this be a leading example for the African continent? Where do you see, where do you see that? 100%. I, I, re- I believe that it is that the outcomes of how South Africa navigates its way through this energy crisis will provide a blueprint for mm. the region and possibly for the rest of the world in terms of how uh, public-private partnerships you know, can essentially come together and it makes it makes both business sense, but it makes both social sense as well. Because having affordable, reliable electricity is what builds an economy. And if we don't, if if we can't achieve that as a country, we can't expect to achieve any of our of our goals, any of our economic or developmental goals. Okay, thank you. I think for uh, obviously uh, Team South Africa's primary theme this year uh, or primary focus is on junior miners. So that's really exciting because junior miners are really, they, they, they adequately capture the South African story that these are, are normal, you know, SMMEs that essentially get an opportunity. And now they find themselves in a space that's traditionally, you know, dominated by big players. But they're finding their way and they're finding their voice. And a lot of these, you know, junior miners are are obviously new entrants, but they are significant in the sense that most of them come from previously disadvantaged backgrounds. Mm. They're going to communities, they're changing lives, they're employing SMMEs, 
they, 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 they espouse, you know, the inclusion and transformation, you know, commitments of, of goals that South Africa, you know, is built on. Uh, that's the first thing. And then secondly, the energy crisis. What can we do about it? How, how do we get on board? Who do we need to talk to? How do we get the right licensing? Which department can we speak to? We're ready to put money behind uh, renewable energies. There's a lot of opportunity on the table for, for African countries, but I think for them there's a concern is that, okay, so we have the minerals to power a green future. However, we still have access to quite a quite a lot of fossil fuels within yeah, yeah. our respective countries. Yeah. So now what do we do? Do we focus on on the green energy of the future while we leave fossil fuels behind, which could essentially be some of the building blocks required to build our respective economies. So it's a, it's a very complex discussion, but I do believe that um, there needs to be a middle ground where African countries, South Africa included, can't be, can't be, you know, completely, there needs to be an energy mix. And I believe mm. that's something that the minister has been uh, misunderstood on. His insistence on an energy mix does not mean that he's, he does not recognize the need for a greener, a greener future or a greener energy future. Uh, he just understands that um, we have some of the, the largest, you know, coal deposits in the world. Why should we then be compelled to leave that behind? And also because it's such as it's, it's one of South Africa, it's one of the most important mining activities, you know, in the country. 